The Puritan's Guide to Fall Songs Guide. Why are people grudgeful, you know, it makes me... I mean, I, I'm no one to talk, you know, I thought anybody who reviewed it, like, uh, should go, like, the fall, why are people grudgeful? Tonight's song is... Rocky, Rocky! We are talking about Psychic Dance Hall, uh, released October 26, 1979, uh, on the second album by The Fall uh, called Dragnet. And today we have a very esteemed uh, guest uh, whose name is Barbara Manning. Um, And it was her song choice. So, Barbara, can you just kind of um, tell us who you are? some of your records and bands and all that good stuff, how people might know you. Uh, and then we can get into the song. Well, if you're a fall <laughs> fan, you might know, you might know me because I wrote a song called Marky Smith and Bricks that appeared on my first solo album that was recorded in 86 and released in 89. Right. And if you know that, you might know <laughs> about my solo career, and that would be um, pretty long. And you might have also pursued me further to see other bands I was in, such as 28th Day, a neo-psychedelic swamp band from Chico, California. World of Pooh, a edgy, self-effacing, sexually charged art band from San Francisco. Um, the SF Seals, which was my attempt at democracy in a band. Uh, let's see, after that would be the Go Luckies, named as the Go Luckies, hoping that everything would be happy all the time. <laughs> and, uh, that was a really great band from Germany with twin brothers Fabrizio and Flavio Steinbach. And then I went kind of crashing down to California again and was able to put some bands together in Chico while I was going to school. And one was called uh, Fiberglass Jacket. And we recorded a couple of songs. Another was called The Sleaze Stacks. Uh, songs. That's a good name. <laughs> then uh, I moved away from the Northern California region and have only been able to play solo because it's very hard to have a band in this area. It mm. seems impossible to, I mean, the neighborhood is so gigantic. <laughs> it used to be you'd ride your bike to your band practice, you know, now that's just not the way it is. Right. Uh, but uh, I love playing bass and, uh, and I am a songwriter and I play guitar and that is my musical world right there, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've touched, I could say not touched literally, but touched figuratively um, with many, many, many artists that went on to be much more successful than I am. So I have recorded with some utterly stellar people, uh, but that <laughs> list would just be too long. Right. Well, I just wanted to say Bob and I are both big fans. It's true. And 
And uh, I think like we, Bob and I actually saw the bats several years ago and we both said that uh, the first version of a bat song we heard was your cover of Smoking Her Wings, I believe. So That's yeah. Right. <laughs> so that, that was good. That is a funny, wrong thing to say. <laughs> it, it, in so many ways but I, i'll take your compliment i won't it is, a, it is a compliment yeah I, it, well that was not that was... true um <laughs> and it's not my song well no sorry yeah it's their song <laughs> that's what i meant to say it's their song so the first bat song we both heard was you covering a bat song that's what i meant to say oh, if i didn't get that right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. funny moment with the bats because um, because I was such a fan of the bats and I was such a fan of the clean, but I didn't know, I didn't realize that Robert was the common denominator, you know, in the Venn oh. diagram, who's the center or whatever. Right, um, right. And so when, uh, and then also I assumed because, you know, I was young and pretty stupid, uh, that if he <laughs> was the head of the band, then Kay was his girlfriend. And so here's... Oh, and I'm like, okay, because they stayed at our house. I said, okay, um, Bo- uh, Robert and Kay, here you go. And then Paul's like, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and then it was only like right as they're leaving, um, I was telling Bob, you know, I love you so much. I love your music, blah, blah, blah. But really, I have to admit there, there's one band that I really like from New Zealand more. It's The Clean. And that's when he's like, yeah, yeah The Clean. And I was just like, wait a minute. I had him, I had him here for like three days. Oh, I didn't wow. talk to The Clean at all. Oh, so funny. But we stay friends for a long time. I mean, he would always come back and stuff. How come we're talking about the bats? We're supposed to talk about Sorry. the fall. <laughs> so, oh, I did want to ask you about the about your song about the fall. Is that a true story? I've been meaning to ask you. Yeah. Okay, so it was a true story. We actually ran into Marky e. Smith and Bricks. Or or not. Or you was mean, it you something don't understand that, the lyrics? No, I did completely, but you know, there's al- <laughs> there's always artistic uh, sort of license whenever you write a song. So I didn't know if you would if uh, that was something that was true. It's pretty literal. It's pretty okay. literal. We, uh, we I went to the fall and I saw the band with a girlfriend and they were great. And then mm. I went to the fall and I saw them and they weren't great. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking about it. Right. Okay. No, that's that was yeah. I was just thinking about that, and I was a little, you know, girl jealousy too. Right, right. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that you makes know. sense. Oh, yeah. Conflict is everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, Barbara, why did you know just to get us started on Psychic Dance Hall? Why did you pick Psychic Dance Hall to to cover on the podcast? Wow, you know, it's really hard to pick a song. And my first pick was already chosen, as you know, you <laughs> right. um, which is really, really, really that, you know, I'm just going to swerve into paintwork for a moment. That's Pleasure. one of my most favorite songs of all time. And I try to do a cover of it, which is always a bad idea. And I always end up regretting trying to cover songs I love that I can't possibly reproduce. But uh, hello, Squirrely. Um, and so <laughs> and so. I really wanted to do paintwork because I could have talked about it a lot. But <laughs> now that I had to like go look at how many of these podcasts you've done, which are a lot of them, so many, and all these songs picked, I was really impressed by the the, um, the, the types of songs that were picked. I'm going to show you Squirrely. I don't know if you can see him, but he's right here. Wait, I'm coming. <laughs> Come here. So let's see. I do live in the suburbs, but 
Barbara is turning her camera around right now to show us a squirrel, I, I think. Yeah. There he is. Oh, hey, squirrely. Squirrely. <laughs> he often comes right to me, but uh, I did get a nick one time that terrified oh. my husband. And uh, I love the uh, I love the wild. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so I picked Psychic Dancehall because it is so energetic, it's so optimistic, it has like actual singing. You know, Marky Smith is singing that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the words are great, the lyrics are really good, they're funny. Uh, they also, you know, they're like you definitely can try to wonder what he's talking about, as of some some of his songs are very direct, and this one's more you know, esoteric or whatever. I'm putting you down again so that I can, for the <laughs> listeners who cannot see me, I'm about to pick up a Mission of Burma glass. Ooh, um, nice. Mission of Burma glass. a really fine Newberry comic record store. And uh, have some some local ale. Goes, nice. goes well with the uh, the bags t-shirt you're wearing. I wanted to make sure we get a mention. Oh, yeah, there. the bags the bags t-shirt because right. it's a video. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so why would I pick that song? It's so great. It's just, it's got, uh, got a good beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. also, I should say that I'm a big, 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 big Blue Orchids fan. Oh, so, yes. Oh. Martin, Martin conceived tunes, you know, as the first bits of the Falls world mm-hmm. are um, heavily influenced by this genius songwriter. Right. No, okay. Well, that makes sense. And yeah, sorry, we had already covered uh, Paintwork, uh, just because that's one of my favorite songs of theirs, too. So, <laughs> but if you, if, 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 after we cover Psychic Dance Hall, if you want to say a few things about Paintwork, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> we can just add them on to the end. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> Little addendums. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, the one thing I thought was interesting about uh, Psychic Dance Hall that I'd never realized, but but that, uh, at least as far as that, the annotated fall had mentioned, uh, the website, the annotated fall was that this, the psychic dance hall was kind of a real place. It was yeah. just that, yeah. So, uh, so there's one story about Kay Carroll's mother opening a psychic center that used to be a dance studio, and then uh, Martin Martin Brama. Uh, talked about how it was like a free 18 club with no alcohol. Uh, it's like a dance, like a, like a disco basically in the seventies. Right. But, but, he, uh, but it's like disco without music. Yeah. It was disco without music. And it was, <laughs> it was like above a spiritualist church or something. It was called Quester's psychic disco, which I thought was interesting. And I even looked up like Quester's to see if it meant anything. And like in the U in the U S there's a questers club and it's kind of like uh Shriners, I guess, mm-hmm. but, it, but I didn't see anything about the UK or if I did, I closed it out because we had to, uh, because all that stuff happened with my house, which I'll explain at, at some point on the web or, you know, on the podcast, but, uh, but we had, so we had to cancel and I think I closed it, but I, so I never did figure out what questers was other than, you know, some sort of weird name for, uh, uh, the spiritualist church that it was a part of or something like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting was that uh, 
you know, and Mark picked all that, picked all that up and him always talking about his psychic abilities, or at least around this time, like he was very into like him being a psychic and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was pretty funny and interesting as well. Um, Wasn't there some note in there about Brahma, like doing tarot readings? You know, I've heard about, I think there was like, I also accidentally read something about him and they were calling him somebody sarcastically called him like, I don't know, a flower child or something like that. But I think that was, I think that was because of his penchant for uh, doing acid. I think like, uh, I, I, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, I think grandma was like big into acid during this time as was, I think all the other kids in the fall at the time, Mm -hmm. but also like very into like the idea of like, into like ideas of psychics and and you know that sort of thing even i guess what academics in the 90s at least would call alternative religion or something <laughs> like that you know what i mean so yeah uh it seems like he's that he's into that sort of stuff i don't know that much about him but i do remember reading a few things about that so okay so if, if we've if we've uh painted him in the wrong light then he can yell at us and we'll apologize and- <laughs> He can come on the podcast or something. That would be lovely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would be great. I can kind of connect with that because I don't know if you know much about my background as a kid, but I was raised in a hippie school bus that moved around a lot. Oh, Oh, wow. And so tarot readings were something I used to do um, at the local market called Mother Truckers, which was on the the crossroads of one of the um, Allegheny Star Routes. And a road to town. Mm-hmm. And so I used to set out a little blanket at, and I was 12 years old and I would give tarot readings to people. And then I would take the money and go buy myself honey sodas. Cause that's what I loved. <laughs> and, um, you know, my sister and I were free. We didn't go to school and we'd hitchhike. <laughs> oh, wow. Like I mean, we, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I think people are afraid of Tarot when they because they're all of the thing about the devil and etc. Or anything about alternative religion scares people if it's not the trifecta. Um, or actually there's four of them that are really big, uh, that mm. are you know dominating. But mm. I think that um personally being raised around alternative religion so much that I had, you know, was like inundated with it that I I'm glad that I stayed spiritual inside, but I have zero, zero space for it. Right. Yeah. Definitely no. something to check off my list as far as things go. <laughs> um, no, that's Martin really Rama, interesting. Um, go Martin ahead. Martin released a new album. I don't know if you got it, but uh, I, I was one of the first to sign up for it. It's a new Blue Orchids record. It's beautiful. It's on vinyl and it's also on Bandcamp. And so that's all also cool that he's re reusing the name again. I think it's awesome. And, um, is Una still alive? Do you know? I guess I have to look that up. That is a really I, good question. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. And I was actually about to ask if she was on it. Um, uh, no, she's not on it, but I can it. say okay. not that I, re- I would have probably remembered that. But the thing is that, you know, we're talking about psychic dance hall and it's at a really interesting, terrible, exciting, strange, important 
turn in the fall history mm-hmm. um, because it is when the baton is now solely in Mark's hands and he makes the, the psychic choice to become the dictator. I mean, he's he knows <laughs> right. that he's going to do that and that's what he's going to do. And I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I wasn't there, obviously. But, um, you know, once you have your girlfriend who used to be your manager and you guys are now a pack, a lot of times that helps you to connive and power mm-hmm. Know, power corrupts <laughs> but i'm very 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 big fan of the bass playing that followed this per- period mm-hmm. um in fact i want to just make sure everybody knows about the mid mid week which is yes. backwards now but it's um this is so 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 funny like i i was like <laughs> beer coming out of my <laughs> it's so good it's such a good read it, it looks gigantic because there's so many stories, but it's worth, mm-hmm. worthy of every penny. Um, totally. Yeah. I totally agree. I've, I've read that book and it's really great. Like he, he did a great job of like all the remembrances and just like it being written like a diary and all the hilarious stories. And How he remembers it so well, too. It's really remarkable. I'm very inspired because I want to someday also do something like that. But uh, yeah, he's, he's great. <laughs> I remember seeing the fall in, in San Francisco. Uh, sometime in the 90s, I guess, I think, um, or maybe 80s was when Wire was still touring, um, mm, too. So, but anyway, I remember seeing uh, I was with Greg Freeman, the great Greg Freeman, who produced all these great records from San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. And he and he's telling showing me, hey, there's the fall right there. And I'm like, I don't see Marky Smith. <laughs> he's like, of course. they don't hang out (laughs) them anyway so we followed him into the bar and i'm sitting there and dan or uh it's not dan uh, greg he goes uh i feel stupid just watching their backs come on let's go (laughs) (laughs) but i I, at the time i was of their idea that bands band you know but that's the idea you know you're a band just you know you're you're like arm in arm like yeah yeah (laughs) right yeah yeah no Um, that makes sense but i think you know it's a personal choice he knew what he was gonna do so it's true and i i think that gets to something about the lyrics of this this uh song as well it's about talking about how uh sure that he was that uh he is going to live on in some manner even if even beyond the music that he's made you know as it said you know his vibrations will live on in vibes not vinyl the through the years because he, yeah. he refers to it as discord and yeah. i really love that because i mean this is pre the discord label i'm sure um, yeah. so it's no reference to that but it's like um discord means um things that are uh not in sync right mm-hmm. like anything that's not in sync it doesn't you can say just something is discordant even if it's not sound and so that whole reference to psychic discord was really neat because when i was reading about it also um as you have to say um we always have to make sure we, we cite our sources that um, that fantastic um, annotated fall site that you guys mm-hmm. were talking about with me. I mean, that I learned about mm-hmm. too. It's really neat to, to how they also interpreted some of the lyrics as saying that there was no sound, that the idea that it was a psychic dance hall with no music. And that to me is just like all the sounds in your head, you know, right? <laughs> all the things that are already there. I mean, you yeah. can dance to the song in your head anytime. Oh, sure. You know? It's kind of funny. I don't know. I thought that was really neat, too. <laughs> I, I like. Oh, go ahead, Bob. Sorry. I remember hearing an episode of I want to say it might have been Radio Lab, And they were talking to this gentleman who said that, you know, he was in the hospital 
and started hearing uh, what sounded like a marching band coming from outside his window after he'd had some surgery and how that just kept like that kept happening to him like this all this music that kept coming to his head even though he wasn't hearing any even though it wasn't actually music playing just all this stuff coming in head and that he was you know tying into you know memories that he had or you know little things that would trigger something and it would just have this like almost you know quadraphonic sound of of this song playing in his head and i think that very much very similar to what we're talking about here yeah and the idea of trying to tune out something by like with with phase you can actually make something silent like you know they have those those make you know silent headphones and tune everything out with those well i was thinking about rocky erickson and how he would always again the there's a movie i saw this in oh in yeah his old years or maybe not as old but fairly old he was mm-hmm. have all of these things turned on all at once he'd come home sit down and turn on this that this that this that this that, right, this, that. Right. And it would just be this barrage and for him it made things quiet yeah. Actually, what really freaked me out about that documentary with Rocky was when I did acid a few times, that's what I did was I went throughout the house and turned down all the radios before even seeing that documentary. Oh, and wow. So I was like, so it all kind of made sense on that level in a weird way. But uh, anyway, no, I, yeah, I was the other, I mean, the part, of, so just quick back to the song, the no speaking, only dancing thing I thought was really great. Like, twitching out to the waves and people will dance to my waves. Like he kept mentioning waves, like sound waves, but yeah, I, 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 I'm in agreement with everything you've said, Barbara. It's just like the idea that people are silently dancing. It's kind of this weird psychic idea of, of Mark being psychic, you know, like he always claimed to be a psychic, but, but with people, not only staring at their phones all the time, which I caught myself doing the other day, at a coffee shop and I looked up and everyone else was staring at their phone. I'm like, Oh shit. We're all just standing here staring at, but yeah. like headphones, like people I've, I use headphones all the time. Like when I go on a walk or whatever. And so, um, so people are closing themselves off even when they're in the community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, d- dancing to their own thing. And in this, and then this dance hall, you know, <clears throat> where everybody's silent and dancing. That's actually the way it's supposed to be. And it's actually a good thing. So uh, I find, I just think that that's, that's really interesting. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily uh, a glimpse of the future for Mark or anything like that, you know? Uh, but I think that I, I would find that sort of dance hall pretty to be uh, interesting, at least in kind of on par with what I I think half the time or what I'm doing half the time anyway, <laughs> it's just like being alone, but also part of a community and in that sort of way. Connected. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. I think connected. Connectedness is uh, missing. And when yeah. we don't have it, we try to find it in all these different ways, which mm-hmm. often are not healthy. It's so true. Connectedness is super important. And um, also touch and touch has changed over time too. Um, you know, it's so you have to be so careful now. I'm a teacher, so I'm super hyper to that um, mm. about the lack of being able to touch my students or what I can do. And I usually focus on one part of a shoulder and I ask him like, may I, may I touch your mm-hmm. shoulder? <laughs> you know, that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, can I ask what you're teaching? Is it like what grade I'm school? I'm yeah. really excited to tell you I'm teaching performing arts. 
Oh, excellent. Uh, but it's my, my first, I have a credential in it. Uh, that's why I was hired. But I, I, it's my first year because I also have a credential in biological sciences and physics. And right. so I'll be teaching summer school physics rather than drama. And I was teaching bio and chemistry and, and physics before. Um, so this is my first year of teaching drama, which is really cool because it's a natural for me. And I have the heart for it. Um, I might have a little bit, a uh, little bit too much taste, though. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I better not talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's, you know, I understand. I think that's a that can, that yeah, that's understandable. Completely understandable. I uh, yeah. I mean, I taught. I taught once it was kind of weird and so i completely understand that aspect of it yeah so you know whatever but no i'm glad i'm glad you're teaching so that's good so awesome okay we're getting a message we get 10 minutes we got 10 minutes oh so. well i was gonna so, say this comes around to the beginning of this but you know what you weren't recording back then <laughs> at the very beginning of this conversation bob was i think it was bob said something about uh, something about that kind of turned around, like how. Oh, Shiza! Now I completely <laughs> have to edit that one. Um, oh no worries. It just sort of felt like he 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 was talking about how things are, and then you know, in in, in work related terms too, like you know what you do in work and everything, and then how it comes around to this is what we're doing now. Right. <laughs> like work is first. And then the idea of being able to express yourself creatively is, is, is now, I forget now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's totally okay. fine. So yeah. while, while we have uh, some time here, I mean, what, what, what was your introduction to the fall? Where, where was your entry point? It would be the man whose head expanded. Okay. And it would be through my friends who were a bit older than me, just a couple of years. Actually, that's an excuse for not knowing it earlier, but uh, they, they knew about the fall and these friends turned into vomit launch, which is for band from Chico, Brent Lewis from Chico, another band from Chico. Mm -hmm. So it was my part of my like crazy Chico days when I was, in 28th day, my first band, mm -hmm. um, when I learned about the fall, I also learned about wire and swell maps and they were also oh, super mind blowingly important to me during that time still, but you know, yeah. So, you know, when it comes to like, you, you're a big fan of paint work, you said, and you've covered mm -hmm. that song before you did that with the go luckies. I mean, was that a daunting prospect to to cover the song that was so important to you that you liked so much or is it just something like you're just going to charge ahead and go for it no matter what yes both yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that i didn't know that i had to create an environment or actually more than one environment because that's what's so neat about that song is that it is more than one place literally in mm -hmm. the sound you know, I guess the classic story, you could probably better, better tell me that, that Mark took the tape, sat on it later, put it in his back pocket, sat on, or somehow sat on the recorder and 
made a giant gap in the song yeah and then was like oh we're gonna fill that up with this other stuff and and that the fact that you can you know you you come back and forth to the song in a way uh yeah that's daunting <laughs> that's definitely daunting. <laughs> um but but also was i absolutely compelled yeah because this was the song that i would you know do all all that i okay i would this is the song that i would escape to the bathroom at work and secretly listen to it and dance around the bathroom and then go return to work because I would pretend that was my bathroom break. I mean, it was my bathroom break. Like <laughs> I think I would even pee. I would just be dancing in the dark wow. in the bathroom, listening to it on my little, I forget what machine they had back then. I was able to though. And then, uh, yeah, I had a little cassette. That's right. It was because I have all these cassettes from the, that era. It was so fun learning all about the, the, the Cleveland crazy scenes there, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and Perubu. I mean, I just remember being discovering Perubu and the, things like that. All of this period of time that was just like one thing after another, couldn't eat it fast enough, you know, it's right. nice to have all that still. Mm -hmm. This, I, I like the idea of uh, the little have a little dance party in the bathroom. Very psychic dance hall. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was paint work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, and, and on that same, uh, you know, tribute record to the fall that 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 your version of paintwork is on, like the song before it is someone covering your song. Which there is. Uh, yeah, it's like I I, um, I was looking at it. Uh, I don't know if I could find it now. Yeah, it's like. Uh, it's a compilation that came out in 2004. I'm looking at it. It's called Perverted by Mark E. Slash Smith. Attribute to the yeah. Fall. Oh, yeah. 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 And so, like, the, the it's like, talk about the swell maps. Like, uh, Jow Head is on there doing Chalk Stock. Then there's a band doing Mark E. Smith and Bricks, your song. And then yours comes in right after that, which I thought is was. Is it Vogue Riots? The W.O. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry that I forgot about that. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, those are also really, really, really close friends of mine, you know family to me so i'm sorry that i forgot that they did that <laughs> pretty late <laughs> yeah neat chalk stock what a great song oh yeah 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 exactly there's so many great songs there's so many others are so ridiculous that's ridiculous well i think i've got to track that down then i feel really bad because i haven't heard that yet for some reason it escaped my my, well, my mind now, you'll probably be nicer about it now like you if you'd heard it earlier like without knowing anything you might have gone why would somebody even try? To do that? <laughs> no, no. I think that, I mean, that's the greatest, the, the, the reasons you gave as to why you like that song is exactly why I like that song. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just because it's, there's such an interruption. It's just such a weird thing to do to a song, whether it was an accident, quote unquote, or not. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think just. It's not first time something like that's happened mm -hmm. i i think i think that uh I you think know we're just getting we're starting to get cut up huh yeah just well just trying just trying to do that song is like that's great you know so i'm fine with that <laughs> <laughs> bob did you have another question Sorry, well i, I, I just mean, uh, no it's fine I, it sounds like you'd seen the fall a few times live do you what like you said once in the 90s was it pretty much in the 90s that you saw them live barbara mm, i think i saw the first time probably was more eighties time. Oh, wow. I think the second time was the nineties. And I think one was in San Francisco and one was, it could have been New York, but I'm not sure. 
Okay. But, yeah, it's a, it's it's just that one of the times was like the best thing ever, and this the second time I just felt like it was it felt it felt conceived, like mm. or it didn't feel authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, I've seen them a couple times, and I uh, both Depends times. Were, yeah, both times were good, but the first time is obviously better. Uh, well, not obviously. The first time was better. I don't know if that was my bringing something to it because it's like, oh my god, I'm finally seeing the fall, and then realizing that, like, oh my god, yeah. Bricks, Bricks is back in the band. What the fuck is right. going on here? So, you know, and then the second time was much later when he had this, you know, sort of uh, that heavier rock band that was playing with him and his girlfriend playing keyboards. So it wasn't as great, but still. I told about it, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like uh, wasn't the same, mm-hmm. which is good. It's like it says, like what what John Peel said. Always the same, always different. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, well, yeah, I think we're about to get cut off. Thank you so much, Barbara. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. I feel very honored. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. Take You're care. You're welcome. Yourself. Stay in touch. <laughs> All right. We will. Oh, we'll definitely. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, I did. Oh, my wife says uh, hello too. Hooray. Hello back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. My garden is made of stone There's a computer set up